Welcome to Four Dimensions for Teachers, a podcast with Dr. Caroline Blackley, covering topics that surround today's dynamic teaching and learning environments. Ignite your curiosity, engage your passion for discourse, and encourage others to join us in these robust conversations, all to strengthen our community of practice. No need to put your hand up. Just tune in as we laugh, cry, challenge each other, and aim high to continue to be the best teachers we can. As we step into the start of Term 4, I thought it was a really good time to recap the interactions or the relationship between Dimension 1 and Dimension 2. So when we talk four dimensions, all of my research was basically founded on how how students behave differently in different classrooms. And what I asked teachers is whether they enjoyed their teaching or felt they were effective, successful in their classrooms and how they managed their behaviours of their students. What was consistent across all teachers, those that had almost no disruption, so quite honestly, saying that we have a classroom without disruption is a high high goal because humans don't know how to behave on the best of days and students are humans, just smaller versions. When we talk about classrooms that had almost no disruption or those that quite honestly, you didn't see the disruption because of how teachers managed it, there was one thing that was consistent across all of those teachers. They stepped in to an interaction with a student over 80% of the time, approximately 80% of the time, with what we call a green footprint. So every interaction that was happening in that classroom, or the majority of interactions, were based in curriculum language or appropriate behaviour language between the teacher and the student. So dimension one is expectations, and that's for both curriculum and behaviour. And dimension two is how we recognise And we interact with those students who are meeting the expectations we have stated. Now, dimension three are also interactions, but they are addressing the behaviours after students are doing what we don't want. And we talk about the simple three-step process of ERR, expect, reinforce, and then reduce the public footprint. But today I just want to talk to you and focus on how do we link dimension one with dimension two and how do we increase those opportunities that we can interact with students around the learning and the behaviours that we want to see. Rather than getting drawn down or going down the rabbit hole with Alice, literally getting stuck in interactions that disrupt the flow of the teaching and learning. So when we have dimension one, the purpose in four dimensions of dimension one is not just stating your expectations or establishing them. The key to success is teachers who have a high reference back to those expectations around both behaviour and curriculum. So stating them, absolutely, great, excellent job. I love that you do it. But can I tell you, they're not really worth the time you've taken to state them unless you refer back to them with high frequency. It is that consistent, that calm, that approachable interaction that restates what you want to see students doing and how they meet your expectations that makes the difference. So stating them in the first place or establishing, as I said, great job, but that's just one part of it. Because if you only state an expectation once, that's like going for a drive and only seeing one speed sign and then not having any expectations restated along the way. Now, doesn't mean people still don't go over the speed limit. It also doesn't mean that they are effective at all times, but the establishment or stating of them is just one part. That high reference back to them is what will help reduce students who think about going off task, 
who are getting a bit twitchy because truly we only stay on task for about 17 minutes fully cognitively operational and that's as adults. So that diminishes significantly as you go down in lower grades. So if we expect students to keep working, those small little interactions, those small cues, those proactive reminders, those reference back to the learning intention, that is what will help keep students working. So that's dimension one. The purpose of dimension one is it creates the foundation, the platform. It creates the opportunity to then interact with students in a genuine and authentic manner with dimension two. A lot of teachers think that work with classroom behavior management is about praise. And you know what? BS to that as well. I've said BS a few times today in these podcasts. You guys don't get them for a few weeks, but I do them back to back when I'm recording. When we talk about praise, praise can be hollow. It can have a lack of authenticity. It is a judgment call on I approve or I don't approve. When we talk reinforcement with four dimensions, we are talking about interactions that are based and linked to something with intentional purpose. So it is essential that your classroom expectations are known, that you you know what you want from your students, and that you restate them every time you change that learning environment. So if you think when you're going along the highway, if you're in open 100 kilometer, 110 kilometer, you don't see speed signs that often. You still see them, but with far less frequency than when you get into a suburban area and you go from a shopping center to highways, then back into suburbia and then into a school zone. The more often we change the environment, the more frequent our expectation should be. And the purpose for us in classrooms is we've now created a platform, a foundation, in which we can interact with students around what we wanted them to be doing in the first place. So think about how you state your expectations. Think about when you state them. Are you a teacher? Because most teachers do the establishing or the statement of an expectation with very little reference back to it. These are the teachers that consistently had data in student disruption. So the difference between my teachers, and I always talk, what's the difference? Because you're not a good or a bad teacher. Just what is different? What does that teacher do differently to me if something's working and what's working or not working in my classroom could be different? So the difference is state your expectations, but the reference back to them is essential. And then you need to know why you do this. The purpose is that you create a platform for intentional and deliberate interactions that can now be authentic. So teachers get away with using single words. Excellent. Fantastic. I love it. You get away with that if you've stated expectations with high frequency, because now when I recognize your behavior or your curriculum, I am linking it to something, the platform that I have created. So dimension one and two, the relationship between them. Dimension one sets the tone. It sets the desire of what we want to see demonstrated but it is absolutely essential in creating the platform for the interactions that are to follow. Dimension two, these are the interactions that say, I see you. They are the little legend moments. They are when a teacher interacts with a student and you can literally see the uplift occur because the student is seen doing the work. I tell you, I watch teachers in staff meetings that go for an hour and might be broken up, But people talk for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, delivering PD, delivering news, and you can literally see adults glazing over. And yet we expect students to sit in classrooms for 70 minute up to two hour blocks where we don't change the environment and we don't interact with individuals with high frequency. And we wonder why students start disrupting the learning environment. The disruption are little 
or is based on little people. And quite honestly, year 12s are little people still. They are not adults as much as they think they would like to be. These are students, children that we are responsible for, and we want to create an environment of curiosity. So to do that, be intentional. What is the purpose? What are the expectations I want? Have clarity around what you want. This creates the platform to now have genuine and authentic interactions with students that they walk away thinking, I'm a little legend. I have achieved success. My teacher sees me doing the work they have asked me to do. For some of our little people, sitting for five minutes, three minutes, even two minutes is a huge ask. You watch if you are interacting with those students, either around the curriculum or the appropriate behaviours, how much more they extend on the appropriate behaviours that you want to see. So the relationship between dimension one and two is one is there to set the expectations, but to create the opportunity. Dimension two is that we seek out the opportunities we created from dimension one, we maximize on them, and we do them with authenticity and a genuine and purposeful interaction. Hope that's helped. Stepping in with a green footprint, as I said, the teachers that have almost no disruption in their classrooms consistently were sitting there with over 80%, approximately 80% of their interactions with students starting with a green footprint every time. Doesn't mean they didn't give redirections, they absolutely did. Doesn't mean they didn't step into the realm of dimension three, but it was a choice and they did it when they were calm and it was approachable, which means students came straight back to the learning. So even when teachers used that redirection as the interaction, there was a very quick flip around, turn around, coming straight back to dimension one and two and using that relationship between the two of them. Dimension one and two, setting up what you want to see and letting students know you see them doing the work. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap for this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and visit carolineblackley.com and join our growing community of international educators.